0: friends it is almost free agent frenzy for the nhl and uh with a lot of big names coming up obviously this is a time where winnipeg might actually dip into the pool and make some major moves especially if they find a brand new head coach we'll talk about which players the jets should be interested in which ones they should avoid and then we'll also update you on some of the latest nhl playoff standings closing us out as a little bonus i wanted to give you some thoughts on the brand new top gun movie which is in fact jets related and then we'll also give you some uh casting choices for the Winnipeg Jets as Top Gun characters. All coming right up on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. For Locked On, the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked on Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for uh, making us your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Jets is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You can check us out on your favorite podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Uh, We have audio and video versions of our podcast available, um, so you can take us on the go, watch us at home, listen on the road, whatever it is, we're there for you 24-7 every weekday. So, Give us a subscription and a follow. We really love and appreciate it. If you're wondering who I am, my name's Harrison Lee. I'm an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow my personal socials at Loco and our podcast social media on Twitter as well at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Tonight's episode is going to be jam-packed with lots of fun stuff. Um, The biggest topic that I think is worth discussing right now is actually not Winnipeg's head coaching uh, position because right now we're still just waiting for new updates and any sort of uh, well, even a, a bit of a breadcrumb, because right now it's a little bit quiet. Um, the aftermath of the Barry Trots rumor, I'm sure, maybe has the organi- organization a little bit spooked. They don't want to scare off any of their prospective candidates. So I, I think they're going to tighten up on any of the leaks and probably keep us in the dark over the next couple of weeks. But, you know, every day that passes, uh, let's just hope that the Jets are doing some good work in getting us closer to figuring out the future direction of this team. In the meantime, though, Winnipeg obviously has more than a handful of roster needs. We talked about uh, in previous episodes how the Jets should handle their internal free agents. But, you know, obviously this upcoming free agency class from across the entire league looks to be one of the most stacked. But it's a little bit of a a trapdoor, I would say, because a lot of the free agents that we're looking at, especially the UFA veterans, a lot of them are in their mid 30s. A lot of them are probably looking for one final payday and in an era where a lot of teams are just starting to maybe climb out of their COVID financial losses uh, and a cap that is going to inflate down the road. But, you know, certainly um, the cap ceiling is not raising this year immediately. Uh, It it does make it a little bit difficult to try and figure out how to uh, get some of these guys on fair deals. Looking at, you know, the, the free agent class, we talked about a couple of guys already, um, Alexander Radulov and, and Evgeny Malkin, among a few names. One of the biggest ones that is is kind of come up recently uh, and I think is going to continue to get a lot of press is Johnny Goudreau. Uh, Goudreau is obviously one of the league's premier scorers. This year he was one of the top points getters. Um he had 115 points in 82 games, and when you look at his scoring profile and how he plays the game, obviously Goudreau is a super talented, very diverse attacker. Uh, he likes to be a sniper. Um, his offensive positioning anywhere inside the slot area is elite, and you know Johnny is just a wonderful creator. He's got great passing. His his edge work is effortless, um, and I, I think his sense for timing and stuff is outstanding, you know, whether it's even strength or on the power play, he is an elite shooter. And, uh, you know, with him, I I think Calgary would love to keep him, but I don't know how realistic that is. Uh, Johnny G's probably looking at, you know, a $9 million extension. I I can't really imagine that he would be looking at a lot less than that. Uh, You know, when the Jets extended Kyle Connor, I'm sure that they weren't really anticipating him scoring you know, 50 goals within the next couple of seasons, uh, with, with Goudreau having 115 points this year, uh, a 40 goal season. Those are just monster offensive numbers. And you usually pay through the nose for that. You know, if, if Goudreau does leave, um, you know, should the jets take a run at him? I wish in like a a dream scenario. Yes. But because of the contracts that are currently on the books, uh, unless you're, you're, you know, having Wheeler retire and moving some salary off the books, like say you know, Mark Shifley, which I'm not sure I would do that yet. Uh, Goudreau is kind of a pipe dream. I think Johnny is probably looking at another team. Uh, If it's not Calgary, you know, maybe he tries to find a way to get to the Bruins or something somehow. I don't even know how that would even work. Uh, There's just so few teams that I think that have the sort of cap space and roster needs to where Goudreau could easily slide in. Um, Obviously, he improves just about every team out there, but in terms of actually getting him on the books, Uh, I really have a hard time imagining how that fits. So, you know, the Jets, if they could clear some serious cap space, I would have interest in it. But the only, you know, challenge with Goudreau is that he is, uh, you know, just about to turn 29 in a pretty short uh, time span here. Um, And around 30, of course, is when you're usually out of your prime. So It would be a really risky long term contract, especially when we just had, you know, Nate Schmidt brought in. He already had a very long term deal, relatively speaking. Uh, He's like, what, 30 now. And the first season with him didn't exactly inspire a lot of confidence. So Goudreau for me, uh, as much as I would love to bring him in, I I think he's probably not enough of uh, a fit for where the Jets are right now and certainly what they need. Um, the only reason I would I would really pursue him is if suddenly Blake Wheeler retires and you have this, this wealth of cap space to where you could lure in a massive free agent like him. You know, there are other players who could potentially fit that billing, but um, I, I don't know that any other free agent in this class is at the level of what uh, Goudreau can bring. He is just an unmitigated monster when it comes to goal scoring. You can't really stop him. And I mean, the fact that he is hitting free agency, I'm sure, is making Calgary sweat, and uh, it, it's going to be a tough loss. I think um, if if the Flames are, you know, not willing to bring him back or can't find a way to fit it, you know, obviously they have so many free agents to deal with, like to chuck. Um It's just I don't remember the last time that somebody of Goudreau's quality hit the free agency market. I, I guess you could say uh, – Tavares, but I don't think Tavares was really on that level at this stage either. So yeah, Goudreau, uh, Panarin would be probably the other comparable. uh, And we saw that Panarin got paid through the nose. So yeah, Johnny G, he is in line for a massive extension and try as I might, I just can't envision a scenario where the Jets actually land. him. But there are a couple of guys that maybe Winnipeg wants to take a look at. Maybe there is a chance for them to uh, get a diamond in the rough. We'll talk about a couple of players that are on the list and, and some guys who are Um, certainly decent value, but probably still going to be a little bit too rich for Winnipeg's blood, uh, blood. And we'll talk about that in just a little bit, but before we go any further, I did want to shout out our wonderful friends at athletic greens. Um, I've actually mentioned that before, you know, this is a product that I use literally every day. Uh, they have offered this product called AG one. And I started taking AG one every day because I'm looking for a boost to my daily immune system support, uh, a little bit of a kickstart to my energy rhythms and, you know, just, Having something that I know provides all of the benefits of lots of multivitamins, but you know instead of wasting tons of money on a ton of different pills, you can take it with one single scoop mixed with some water. Um, AG1 is really cool because it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you're into keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, no problem. It's got you know less than one gram of sugar. There's there's no nasty chemicals or additives, and you know, AG1 is super convenient because it's just a small thing to do every single day rather than kind of imagining to, you know, taking all of these pills, having to keep track of all of these different met- or, uh, vitamins and minerals and stuff. AG1 makes it easier than ever to get into a very small habit of helping to improve your internal system. So again, it's awesome. It's really affordable too. you know, rather than spending tons of money on pills, you know, it's just a few dollars a day to uh, help give yourself the immune support that you deserve. You know, if you're interested to uh, reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, then here's how to get started it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked on Winnipeg Jets. We are uh, covering some NHL free agents out there from around the league that maybe uh, could attract Winnipeg's interest. Uh, Obviously, this free agent class is massive, and there's a lot of players. Uh, Some are very good value. Some probably are are traps that the Jets I could easily see falling into. Before we take a look at players that I would recommend Winnipeg investigating, uh, I just wanted to say thanks again for choosing to make Locked on Jets your first listen of the day every day. I would also highly recommend checking out Locked On Now. It's our very special podcast that brings you nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. But more importantly, we also give you the latest news, trades, rumors, uh, anything involving your team. We distill into 30 to 40 second segments so you always get the most important takeaways on a time frame that's convenient and fast every day. Give them a follow on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Again, that is Locked On Now, available on the same podcasting platforms that Locked On Winnipeg Jets is. Turning our attention back to uh, the NHL free agency list. Uh, again, there are a ton of names out there. Uh, some are, are a little bit underappreciated, I feel like. Victor Rosk is one that I feel has kind of gone under the radar. Rosk, he, I, I always feel like he had a bit of a mischaracterized career in that, you know, at one point he was thought to be like this elite uh, offensive center uh, with Carolina. Um, but of course, that didn't really pan out. He goes to Minnesota. Things didn't really pan out there either. And then he moves to Seattle and he has a pretty modest season. I think Rosk, you know, when you look at his underlying stats profile and stuff, there's a pretty decent two-way center there. And somebody who, you know, if, if you're looking for like a third line guy with some finishing talent, passing ability, and some defensive discipline, I really don't think you'd be uh, going, you know, in the wrong direction signing him. I think that there's a pretty decent value player he had 21 points in 47 games for Seattle this year. And if I recall correctly, his statistical profile, uh, you know, the underlying metrics and stuff actually showed a pretty positive player, uh, somebody who I think could probably play on your PK, which, you know, for the Jets would certainly be really important. Um, again, Rosk is a little bit of a gamble. He's almost 30, and I don't actually know how much he would be if you could get him for like one or two years at around, say, $2 million or so. Uh, I don't think that that's the worst. If you're looking for some depth and, and really boosting that bottom six, um, from Winnipeg's perspective, the only concern I would have is if it would block a spot for another player to really slide in and become, uh, you know, part of the core. I think you know David Gustafson really needs a chance. Uh, obviously, Cole Perfetti is going to have a spot somewhere in the top nine. So I, I don't want the Jets to just pursue free agents to pursue them. I want them to kind of build a core. That is suited to being competitive competitive in the in the near future without handicapping them long term. Uh, that's kind of why, like, I'm, I'm looking at you know Nazem Kadri being an option, and I feel like that's a really tough one because you know for me Nazem is one of the most talented veteran centers that's going to be available in this class, uh, and Kadri is an extremely industrious player in the slot. He plays with that gritty physical edge that the Jets love. Sometimes you know he, he's had issues crossing that line, obviously. Um, I, I, I say sometimes he's gotten suspended a lot. Uh, and I don't know that he is necessarily going to change his game. He's like 32. And you know, if you read his player's tribune article, you probably know he is who he is at this point, and And uh, he doesn't really seem all that apologetic for it. So Kadri if, if he's willing to take a team-friendly deal with the Jets, I would love to bring him in as potentially an option, especially if Pierre-Luc Dubois walks. Uh, Kadri would immediately slide in behind Shifley as our number two C, but I do think he'll probably stay with Colorado. Uh, the Avs apparently have gotten indication that Kadri would be willing to stay around, and it makes sense. You're on a Stanley Cup contender, one of the top like two or three teams in the NHL, If you can take a deal and and maybe chase a title at his age, uh, I I can't really blame him if he walks away. Now, the last free agent that we'll talk about this episode uh, is one that I think all of us know extremely well. And, you know, Andrew Kopp is is about to get a massive raise. Let's be real. Andrew, ever since joining the uh, New York Rangers, has just been destroying the competition. And I think it's really shown that the Jets very much did not understand how to use him uh cop for me has always been a really industrious player who understands space well he's always in the right positions and if you actually pair him with talented players uh guys who can finish some of the dishes he sets up or take advantage of him constantly grinding around the goalkeeper uh, and capitalizing on rebounds then what you've got is a premier attacking center or winger you can pretty much use him in all situations and while his defensive game definitely declined recently the offensive game uh, and certainly the overall impact that he's had on the Rangers is just nothing but astoundingly positive under a new coaching staff with the Jets. I think cop would absolutely shine. Uh, If there's one free agent that I would actually be pretty on board with bringing back on a, a longer term deal cop might be a guy that I actually think would be worth it. At first I was kind of uh, not in love with the concept, especially because with the Jets, I feel like he's just going to be pigeonholed forever, but if Winnipeg can finally recognize that this guy is in fact a top six center and somebody who you could probably build a pretty great second line with, you know, ask if he wants to come back for five and a half by five or something like that. I doubt that he will. Uh, and I, I don't know how much more I would want to pay, um, before it starts to get a little bit too risky. Cause again, he is 28, uh, and who knows how many prime years he's got left, but my my guess is the the bridges are kind of burned at this point. He'll probably seek free agency elsewhere. Maybe he just stays in New York. I wouldn't be shocked. He's got his buddy Truba there, so uh, obviously there's quite of a quite a bit of a natural fit. But if the Jets can open up the coffers and bring Kopp in, um, while maybe cutting some salary elsewhere, I I'd, I'd very much support that. I think that that's a move that'd be wise. Uh, you know, if if he comes in and you know Trotz becomes coach, I think he'd probably become. Winnipeg's answer to like Lars Eller or TJ Oshie. So yeah, I, I very much love cop. I think that he is a phenomenal player and what he's doing with the Rangers is just showing why the jets really swung and missed on how to use him. But I'd be curious to know if you'd want him back, be sure to let me know at H living Loco and at LO underscore Winnipeg jets on Twitter or in the YouTube comments below. For now, though, we are going to transition briefly to a couple of fun topics to close us out. I wanted to give you some series updates from around the NHL playoffs and then closing us out, uh, some thoughts on the brand new Top Gun movie and who I would cast as some of the lead characters. Uh, If you haven't seen it yet, I'm just going to give you the names of the characters. You'll have to watch the movie yourself to see uh, what exactly the comparisons are. but. Before we go any further, I do want to shout out our wonderful partners at Bet Online. They continue to be the number one source for all of your online betting needs and sports info. You'll find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, boxing and MMA fights, and even next season's NFL futures. So if you're already tracking your favorite local football team, they've got you covered. If you're into um, any sort of other sports like European football, F1, All that fun stuff, they've also got your back covered there. Not into sports? No problem. They've also got Vegas casino games. Uh, Really, BetOnline just has every single user and fan covered, no matter what you're into. They are your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and so much more. Getting started really couldn't be easier. Just go to BetOnline.net on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the latest trends and action. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, I wanted to update you briefly on the current standings from around the NHL playoffs. It is round two and we're almost at a close uh, in the Colorado and St. Louis series. St. Louis has actually uh, clawed back a single game in overtime, which was a bit of a shock to the abs. Um Colorado, I think, had a lead in this game and then kind of blew it and then lost in overtime, which was for Avs fans kind of excruciating. Uh, if you give the blues any sort of an opening here, especially with St. Louis now getting to have game six on their own turf, uh, it's going to be tough. You know, you don't really want to go to a game seven Colorado kind of breezed through the first round. And frankly, they were breezing through St. Louis, but because of the goaltending and, you know, maybe a bit of misfortune here and there, suddenly they now find themselves into, uh, extended games. And I think they were expecting to win, um, Game five at home and, and finish off the series, but that's not really the case. And so, uh, you know, I, I thought that the series could go the full distance, just because even with the Blues um, not being great in the series, you know, somehow St. Louis just has that experience, kind of like Tampa Bay. It's just really difficult to knock them off for some reason. Um, not that I think that they're a particularly amazing team, but I am still rooting for the ABS. I hope that they finish it off in Game six. I would much prefer Colorado to advance, but you know, the, the fates may not line for this one in terms of Carolina versus New York, Carolina, pretty much dominated New York in game five. Uh, the Canes now lead the series three to two. Um, New York has to wait a couple of days until they get their chance to avenge themselves. But yeah, not a great performance. Probably just throw the tape out on that one and hope that in game six at home, you can claw back and tie the series. We do actually have an elimination in the meantime. Unfortunately, The ever fun battle of Alberta has ended with Edmonton winning uh, the series four to one. This game was absolutely insane for game five. Uh, Calgary had a three nothing lead and then lost it in the span of like this three or so minute period where they went from having a three nothing lead to being tied like four, four. It was crazy in the second period. Uh, Every shot just seemed to go in, sometimes scoring within 10 or 15 seconds of another goal. Just in, like a remarkable series, a remarkable game. I wish we got the full seven, but Calgary's now out. And for the uh the flames, you know, the questions around Goudreau and uh certainly Tuchuk are now gonna start swirling. So maybe Tuchuk or Goudreau to Winnipeg. Who knows? Until then though, we've got Colorado and St. Louis and then Carolina and New York the rest of the way before we finally get to the conference finals. Let's root for the Rangers and hope that they advance to uh, the Eastern Conference Finals because obviously we want that second router to become a first-round pick. That is going to be all of our playoff talk, though, uh, for now. I do want to talk about one more fun thing, just a little bit of a bonus coverage, Uh, not necessarily hockey related, uh, but because it's kind of, you know, Jets themed, I thought it'd be funny to talk about Top Gun, the new Top Gun movie. I'm sure a lot of you, I've actually looked at uh, our demographics numbers for these YouTube videos, and I can see some of you probably have been uh, Top Gun fans for many years. I'm sure you probably all saw the movie back in the day. Uh, I remember you know, growing up, I, I loved aircraft and, you know, my dad was big into to the original Top Gun movie and kind of got me, I wouldn't say hooked on it, but certainly aviation and stuff was always very interesting. And I'm not going to spoil this movie, but what I will say is if you love Top Gun or just really fun action films that are to the point, very concise, but expertly crafted and you're somebody who can actually enjoy Tom Cruise performances this is your movie. I, I think that Top Gun for me is probably one of the best action films I've seen in years. Uh, it feels very tight and controlled, but they allow themselves time to breathe as well. And they've got some emotional character beats. Uh, I was surprised at how well they integrated stuff from the old films and uh, the constant callbacks and references without it becoming overwhelming. It was just a nod or a reference here and there um, and a bit of a passing of the torch for maybe future Top Gun movies. Who knows? As far as this one is concerned, though, I I came out and immediately wanted to watch it again. So if you have any interest, you should check it out. Uh, But on a related note, I thought about, for some reason, you know, what Winnipeg Jets players would have been cast in this film. Uh, In Tom Cruise's role, I would have imagined Blake Wheeler. You've got that sort of grizzled grizzled veteran with a bit of a sarcastic wit, uh, slightly understated line deliveries. You know, Blake is is talkative, but certainly in a more low-key, down-tempo way, which is kind of a little bit of what you see with Tom Cruise when he's not, you know, dogfighting with random uh, terrorists and stuff. But, uh, you know, you've got Miles Teller in sort of the uh, Goose's son role. If, you've, if you remember Goose, now he's got a kid, and uh, the kid is part of this film. The kid has that tension with, uh, you know, with with Tom Cruise's character, uh, Pete, throughout the entire movie. I don't know who would probably fit this role best. Maybe Mark Shifley a couple of years ago, back when I'm sure those guys used to butt heads, uh, especially as they tried to work out the age difference. Obviously, you know, one side of the room was definitely on the youth side and uh, the other side was more into the veteran status and and certainly respecting the order and hierarchy. Uh, Shifley now is probably more on the veteran side, but Back then, you could say that he probably would have been the closest thing you had to a Miles Teller, uh, a burgeoning leader, somebody who was ready to take over the reins at some point, but still had a bit of a ways to go and some experience to gain before he'd get that role. Um, Iceman uh, from the old film. Yeah, I don't really have a comparison. Maybe Ehlers, just because you've got one of the most skilled players on the team, if not, you know, one of the the true top ones, but maybe just a little bit secondary on the pecking order because you've got the, uh, the age comes before beauty, I suppose. Um, But Ehlers, yeah, I mean, he flies, Iceman flies uh, and to great effect, one of the uh, stronger relationships of the original film um, attached to the hip of, of some of, you know, Tom Cruise's biggest moments. And I think Ehlers kind of, you could say is, is attached to the hip of some of Shifley and Wheeler's top moments. So Maybe they uh they consider Nick their, their wingman. Hopefully Ehlers actually gets the ice time that he deserves this year to actually earn that title because, you know, he still gets second-line minutes or whatever, and I feel like that's just not enough. Give him those first-line minutes. Give him a letter if he wants. Make Ehlers happy. That's basically the moral of the story is make Nikolai Ehlers happy because when he's happy, he's rolling and having fun, and we're all enjoying the hockey that he plays. I'd be curious to know what casting options you have, though, be sure to let me know at Loco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Are you going to watch the movie? Uh, do you plan on seeing it in theaters? I recommend doing so because I thought the experience was awesome and uh, it was a super fun time. But, you know, some of you may not be interested. Hopefully, uh, if you are, you checked out the film and be sure to grab a free poster, especially if you're living in the U.S. I don't know if they have them up in Canada, but uh, here we at least had some cool free posters. Uh, again, awesome movie. I think you'll love it. And uh, yeah. For tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. We'll continue our, our thoughts on free agents over the next several days, as well as beginning more prospect coverage. We are getting closer and closer to the NHL draft, and for the Jets, obviously going to be a major time. Um, I have to do some research on some of the potential options from where the Jets might be picking. It will be dependent, of course, on where the Rangers finish, but you know, we'll, we'll assume that Winnipeg's current picks are probably what they've got for now. But again, that's coming up in the future. For tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. Be sure to make your second listen Locked On NHL. From first-round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your favorite podcasts, so give them a follow. And as always, we really appreciate your support. Have a great night, and go Jets go.